Good Morning Doctor is made possible with Mount Elizabeth Hospitals. Take charge of your health today. The biggest stars. Five, four, three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. The biggest names in music. Oh, wow. Big names. Big songs. Big guests. Big prizes. Well, it's a big show. The Big Show. Put your hands together for the one and only... Glenn, Angel, FD, and Sean. That's what I'm talking about! 1FM 91.3. Good times, greatest hits. All right, and let's put our hands together for cardiologist and heart rhythm specialist from Mount Elizabeth Hospital, Dr. Reginald Liu. You said put our hands together. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining us, Doctor. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the show. (laughs) All right, let's uh, get straight into it, okay? Mm -hmm. Um, Let's talk about something that's been in the news. Sudden cardiac arrest and irregular heartbeats in young people. Now, what is sudden cardiac arrest and what is the cause? Yes, thank you. It's, uh, it's, it's good to talk about this subject because more and more people are hearing about uh, famous footballers or sportsmen who collapse suddenly mm. whilst playing football. Absolutely. So on the one hand, it's, it's grown, uh, created a lot of media attention. But on the other hand, we also don't want to scare people because it's, it's, it's quite rare for young people to collapse suddenly. Mm. But um, uh, nonetheless, there are some conditions that can be picked up if people have a, a, a general cardiac checkup. But the common causes of cardiac arrest in young people are either if they have an underlying heart rhythm problem or, or heart muscle problem. And these are often the cases in these apparently young fit footballers. But of course, older people or middle-aged people can collapse also when they exercise or mm. do something mm. more strenuous mm-hmm. than usual. And that's often due to a heart attack because of coronary artery disease. I see. Mm. Now, you speak about younger people uh, uh, having heart issues, and we've seen that trending, say, in the sports uh, industries and, and even with regular people. Why do you think that is? I mean, what could be the cause of something like that? I think it's just creating more... There's more and more attention on this in this area. I think people have... Have unfortunately have collapsed over the in the past years, yeah. but mm. it seems to create a lot more attention with social media. And, oh, just the and attention publicity. you say. So yes. the numbers haven't exactly increased. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. Oh, that's quite interesting. Um, you mentioned uh, irregular heartbeats, uh, and, and if you're talking about irregular heartbeats in young people uh, being more common, um, what's the difference in? the count of heartbeats between regular and irregular. How do I know I've got an irregular yes. heartbeat? Yeah, that's a good question. And quite often people do come to see me and ask me that. They, they feel they have extra heartbeats or skip beats. Other times people actually have faster heartbeat, but it feels fast and irregular. Mm. Mm. Uh, and they are slightly different. So, so most commonly, it's, it's very common for young, fit people. They, they're more stressed. They, they you know, maybe work longer hours. They're not sleeping well. They might be taking more caffeine or alcohol. And quite often they get skip beats or extra heartbeats. Right. And it, it feels irregular, but actually it's, it's, not, it's not too serious. It's normal? Yeah. It's, it's quite normal. It's yeah. normal for people to have extra heartbeats, but not normal if they have a lot of extra heartbeats. I notice, right. Doctor, sometimes, you know, I feel like my heart is beating really quick. And yeah. then I check my watch, right? And it's fine. I'm like, no, it's, yeah. it's actually okay. <laughs> yeah. you know, yes. It's not too bad. So, yes. so how much of it is psychological? Because I think the more you, you think, overly think about, you know your 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 heartbeats, and uh, the fact that 
you know, ask, if you ask yourself, do I have an irregular heartbeat? You tend to worry and then your, bar, your, your heart actually beats faster. Faster because yes. of the so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think we're seeing more and more of this as well as people have smart watches, they, they track their heart rate at night or when they're doing exercise. Some people actually do feel palpitations, but then they look at the watch and it looks normal. Other times they get more worried because the heart, the watch shows the faster heartbeats when they're resting or when they're at sleep. Mm. But in fact, it, it may not be a true abnormality. So, so, so there is a disconnect. There's a d- difference between feeling something and actually a true heart rhythm problem. So should we be paying attention to what reads on our watches then? I mean, because you say some bits may not be true yeah. or, yeah. or may, yeah. we may be thinking yeah. it's something, but it's not. Yeah. I think the most important thing is, is to, to base on the symptoms of the person. If they feel something's out of the ordinary, so they, they're normally fit and active and suddenly they feel more tired when they're doing things mm. or they feel dizziness or, or mm. abnormal heartbeats, even when they're at rest, then that's worth, worth checking. If they feel well and the heart rate shows a bit faster than usual, it could be because they're under more stress or not sleeping well. It's, right, it's not necessarily okay. a cause for concern. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Lack of sleep does cause your heart rate to go up. It does. Before we go play a song, Sean, yes. you've got a question for the doctor as well. Because Sean, um, ah. Sean is a spin instructor. You know, he's very, very active. Uh, we were talking about heart rate earlier on. Yeah, because uh, sometimes your heart rate spikes really quickly. For example, because we were talking about uh, exercising and when you do like a HIIT workout or something. Yes. Uh, yeah. in and 135, you were saying Yeah, like you jump to like 135, 145 yes. straight away. Is yes. that good for you? Or should you gradually like yeah. build it up to a higher uh, rate? Yeah, that's a good question. I think it de- depends on the profile and the fitness of the person. If you're usually fit and active, you're used to doing HIIT training, then then it's okay for the heart rate to go you know, suddenly fast if, mm. if you're used to that sort of intensity. Okay. If you're starting to work out you know, for the first time, better to gradually build up and let your heart rate train to a faster level. Mm. Okay. okay. So you can train your heart rate to, to maintain, like be okay in that, that zone where it's uh, high. So like, let's say if I do a very, like uh, a all out sprint for 60 seconds yes. and my heart rate is uh, what used to be maybe 150 or something like yes. that. And now it's like 120, I can do that. That means it's healthier, right? Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, right, the, if your yeah, heart rate is slower. If, if your heart rate is slower, correct. And also in the recovery, you know, if your heart rate recovers more quickly in, after you mm. stop exercising, that's a good sign as well. Right. Okay. Uh, Just right. make sure your watch is not broken. <laughs> that's yeah. true. Like, <laughs> old lady, old lady. <laughs> Any sugar mummies out there want to get me in the <laughs> Stop it. Oh, All right, we are speaking to Dr. Reginald Liu, cardiologist and heart rhythm specialist at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. Up next, Pink. This is perfect on 1FM 91.3. Dr. Liu, I've got a question. We, mm. we brought this up just now mm. uh, when we were talking. The, these, these fitness watches, mm. how accurate are they? Mm. Or, or do we just take them as a, a basic guideline? Yeah, I, I think actually the best use of the general fitness watch is just for a general fitness tracker. Right. Uh, but not, it's not medical grade to actually assess for heart mm. rhythm problem. Exactly. But having said that, the, you know, some of the newer watches, like some of the newer version of Apple, they do record the heart rhythm, mm. the actual yeah. tracer. So in, in some cases, they can be quite useful. Yeah. Which uh, is what we wanted to talk yeah. about, right? The yeah. ECG function yeah. on yeah. the app. Yeah. Is, that, is that accurate? So heart rhythm yeah. is yeah. ECG. Heart, heart rhythm is the actual pattern of the heart. The waves. Heart, the waves, yeah. Frequencies. Right. And, and then the ECG is the sort of visual recording of the heart rhythm. Okay, right. okay. 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 So okay. which is better, the uh, wearable on your wrist or the one in your Around like, the chest? chest. chest. Around your chest. Oh, uh, the, they're both good, but the wrist is probably better in that it's easier to wear. So people wear it more often, even when they're not exercising. Mm. Mm. Right, so some okay. people have heart rhythm problems when they're sleeping. Mm. But in terms of accuracy, I mean, like... Uh, they're both about the same? Yeah, yeah. The modern wrist watts are pretty accurate as well because oh, they, they detect yeah. that radial pulse, yeah. But so I, I think it's a good good to talk about that because a lot of people are 
more and more people having smart watches with mm. the ECG function. Yes. Right. But mm. sometimes it's not accurate. Sometimes it's, yes. it's an artifact. And so that creates a lot of, you know, we're seeing a, a, a whole new group of patients who are the worried well mm. because they have these fitness trackers as well. The worried well. So I think that there's a, another group to try yeah. to re- reduce. Speaking the of which, we are going to talk about um, FD a little bit. Yeah. Right. Because I mean, you you've had a heart attack. I had a heart attack a few years ago, mm. and it took uh, a while for you to get I, over it. it psych- right? Psychologically, it was an issue um, because you come out of a heart attack and you start to worry that it, you know every time you you feel uh, your, anxious, your your heart's working a little mm. too hard, you get mm. anxious. Yes. You start to think about, oh my goodness, is, am I going to be all right? And I went through what many weeks of counselling to help me deal with it. Hmm. Um, of course, they, they, with some people, there are, there are also the sexual issues you hmm. go through when you get on the medication and all yep. kinds of other things. Uh, is this a normal practice, the counseling after? Yes. Uh, well, it's, it's not normal for all patients, but definitely there's a, a strong association between having psychological um, issues or, 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 or be feeling low or depressed after a heart attack or heart hmm. surgery. Um, and I think often it's, it's overlooked. Mm. So mm. some some people are are more astute and try to give uh, extra help in that regard, but often it's overlooked. People treat heart disease as a physical problem, but actually you're right. There's a strong psychological element as well. Right. With, with, without mentioning the hospital, yeah. uh, I I was actually recommended to go for it. Yeah, okay. Um, okay. It yeah. wasn't something I thought yeah. I would need, yeah. but I was recommended, so I went. Yeah. And that's when I realized I I had these problems sitting in the back of my mind. Yeah. Is is that is it a, a normal practice? To, uh, to recommend uh, uh, counselling after one has a heart attack or one goes through surgery? Is that normal? It's, it's not normal, no. But it's, it's, it's common to recommend rehab, so physical rehab. Mm, right. In terms of psychological help or counselling, it's not normal. Uh, but if someone has expresses concern or you know, feels a bit low or, mm. or, or t- quite, quite tearful, then it's quite common to be very low because you stop working for several months afterwards. Yes, and, mm. yeah. You know, mm. Your exercise change. And your routine your changes. Your routine changes, mm. yeah. So uh, it's, it, it's, it's well recognized. And sometimes we do, we do uh, get psychology or, or even, even medican, medicine to help. I okay. think that's great advice mm. because, you know, I think that many people are watching us right now who who have maybe experienced a, a heart episode mm. of some sort mm. and maybe feeling anxious mm. and all yes. that. Mm. It all depends on you, you know. If mm. you're you're feeling um, overly anxious, you you might want to get some help. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. speak to someone. Yeah. You, you, know, you don't, don't feel, feel shy about it. You do feel very alone. Yeah, mm. you do feel very alone with these worries. Yeah. Mm. Um, um, you don't realize that many people are going yeah. through it. So speaking of routine changes, uh, what can we do to lower our risk of heart disease? Mm. Mm. Um, I mean, you can say remain calm, exercise, yeah. eat yeah. well, and all that. Yeah. But what what is? The, I know that there probably isn't a, a, a textbook answer to this. Yeah. But yeah. what is? What are yeah. the few things that yeah. we can do? Yeah. Well, I think um, you know, when we take, talk about heart heart disease, usually we talk about most common type, which is coronary artery mm. disease, which mm. is problems with the blood vessels of the heart blockage blockages. Mm. Yeah, mm. and often that's related in turn to a lot of lifestyle factors like mm. high blood pressure, uh, diabetes, obesity. Sleep cholesterol apnea, well. cholesterol, mm. smoking. Yep. So, mm. you know, often doctors talk about all these risk factors, and 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 it's common the public become immune to all this advice. But it's mm. it's true though because all of these culminate to mm. the increased risk of coronary artery disease and risk of heart attack. Mm. But then, in, in a, another big group of heart disease are the heart rhythm problems or palpitations, and and they may not necessarily be related to coronary artery disease. But these people have increased risk with stress, smoking, alcohol. Um, working very long hours and, and not taking time off 
all of these increased risk of, of arrhythmias. Yeah. In fact, I, I also see a, a fair number of young, fit people who are usually very active, do a lot of sports, long-distance mm. cycling or running. Mm. They also, ironically, get arrhythmias because all the chronic stress on the heart muscle over time yeah. can cause stretching and, and, and other heart rhythm problems. So, so, the, so, so it's good to exercise, but on the other hand, if, if you do a lot of sort of endurance-type training, it's also good to, to have a checkup over time. Yeah. How, how do I know That's that? That's key, you know. Yeah. Get a checkup. Yeah. How do I know that I'm, 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 I'm pushing my heart too far? Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a pretty obvious question, but yeah. are, there, are there feelings I should get? Yeah. How would I know? Yeah, no, I think it's, it's a good question, and it's very individualized for mm. different mm. people because, you know, you have people of all age groups, young people can push really fast. Um, but then, then again, you know, I see teenagers, children who push themselves very hard because they train at school and the heart rate goes too fast that they feel dizzy or, or, mm-hmm. or almost blackout. That may be just because they're pushing themselves too hard, but it may be because of some underlying electrical problem. On the other hand, older people you know, in the 50s, they want to start training for the first time because mm-hmm. they want to lose weight in, yeah, in, that, yeah. in those yeah, ears. Yeah. Then um, they may start to st- feel chest discomfort or, mm. or excessive breathlessness, which they may yeah. think it's because they haven't exercised much, but, but it actually could be, could be an underlying else. problem. Yeah, right. right. Okay. So it, it's individualized, and okay. the best thing is just to have it checked. Yeah. All right. Just okay, one we're going back on air. Good morning, Singapore, and welcome back to the Big Show and the Big Show TV. It is Good Morning Doctor Day, and uh, we have in the studio with us cardiologist and heart rhythm specialist from Mount Elizabeth Hospital, Doctor Reginald Liu. Thank you so much for joining us this morning, Doctor. Yeah, thank you. Pleasure to be here. So, people listening to us now, they're sending and watching us. They're sending in questions. Uh, Siva sent in a question: My heartbeat is seventy-nine per minute. Is that resting heart rate? Okay. Resting heart rate. Is that okay? Yes, that's in the normal range. Yeah, no, I mean technically, normal heart rate at rest is anything between sixty and even up to a hundred. Although I would say if you're young and fit, hundred is probably a bit fast. Okay, I'm at eighty-seven now. Eighty-seven. Yeah. Fifty-five. You're at eighty-seven. You're at fifty-five. You're like a dolphin. Is that bad? It's really slow. You're super fit. If you're very fit, actually, heart rate less than sixty is good. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. My average, my average resting when I'm on shift, I'm normally sixty-seven. And then when you go home? When I go home, it'll drop to oh, drop. Oh, drop is good. Okay, drop is good. Sitting on the couch watching TV. Now, doctor, I have a question about about uh, diet and lifestyle because mm. you did say uh, things like coronary. Well, mm. coronary heart disease is directly linked to lifestyle um, um, habits and routines. Uh, I'm a, I'm I'm on a plant based diet. Um, a lot of heart diseases are linked to cholesterol, uh, which is directly linked to animal products because it only comes from animals, right? Would you advocate? eating a less meat diet for heart patients or completely coming off it? I would definitely recommend a uh, less high-fat diet, which includes fatty meat, less red meat, yeah. I mean, I think taking lean meat, fish, it's okay. I don't don't necessarily think people need to take a complete plant-based diet, although plant-based diet is healthy as well because it has a lot of good cholesterol, particularly if you use a lot of olive oil and and mm. green vegetables mm. and nuts. They have good cholesterol as well. Okay, because without mentioning a hospital like what FD yeah. said yeah. earlier, I recently had a family member who, mm. had a, who had a minor heart attack. And while this person was recovering, the, the, uh, the meal that was served to him in the hospital was mutton. Oh, dear. Which is why everyone needs to just go to Mount Elizabeth Hospital. <laughs> 
like, I was really shocked. I was like, what is going on? Oh. Well, that's, <laughs> that's the irony. Pe- good food that people think is nice is actually bad food. Yeah. Yeah. Bad food. Yeah. 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 I think you you and your family need to write to the Ministry of Health. I think so. I think so. Go ahead. Okay, so here's another question that we have. Uh, do all cardiac arrests lead to death and uh, how can they be treated? Yeah, that's, that's a good question, a, a very important question. The short answer is no, not all cardiac arrests lead to death if, if the person having the arrest is treated promptly mm. because often a cardiac arrest means that the heart has stopped suddenly and unless it's restarted promptly, quickly, within a few minutes if possible, the person will die. So, so that, you know, often people collapse outside hospital and that's why it's an important thing to have, have things like the defibrillators in, mm. in common mm. public areas. Mm. Ideally, people, if they can learn cardiopulmonary resuscitation, CPR, that can help yeah. also to increase the survival. Mm. I, I think we should all learn CPR. You know? I think it's, it's, very a, easy it's, it's a good learn. life skill. Yeah, yeah we should. To sign up for it. Is. Yeah, yeah. And it's down here, Annie. Right? Because yes. we can do it. I think we yes. should. Yes. We should. I we mean, should I, I have a, I, sorry, I just have another question. Um, Usually, this pain for heart attack starts in the in the left arm. Yeah, is there any way of stopping that while it's happening? You know, if you feel that, is there any way of calming yourself down so you don't go into a severe heart attack, yeah. as in minimizing it on the spot? Uh, well, I mean, h- heart attack can present in actually lots of different ways. So sometimes it is left arm mm. n- uh, numbness or discomfort or chest discomfort or even just feeling breathless or sweaty or very unwell. So I would say it's more important to recognize the signs. Yeah. You know, if, if one is, has those risk factors and suddenly something feels different, even if it's left arm discomfort, best is to, to, to go straight to the emergency department. You can't necessarily stop a heart attack but in, at that point, but important to relax. If mm. you have aspirin, take some medicine. Right, okay. Uh, 300 milligrams of aspirin. But the most importantly is to, to go to a hospital to get emergency assessments. Okay. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. Yeah. It could Just be a case. false alarm. Right? It yeah, could of be. Course, yeah. You know? yeah. Uh, we've got some very interesting questions uh, on our Facebook page, which we'll deal yeah. with next. Because it could be a panic attack as well. Yeah. Yes, right? yeah. Yeah. anxiety yeah. or something. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, up next, we've got Erasure. This is Chains of Love on 1FM 91.3. It's very interesting, Doctor, that you mentioned that, uh, the, the symptoms. Because before I had my heart attack, for about a week before my heart attack hit, I was just hot all the time. Oh, I was really? perspiring mm. all the time. Mm. And, you know, I could be in an air-conditioned room and I'd be warm. Mm. And I didn't pick up on it. Mm. I, I picked up on it. Yes, there was the chest pain. And tell me if mm. I'm right. There was the chest pain and then it went up my neck mm. and oh. into my jaw. Yes, yes. Is that correct? Yes, that's a classic symptom of, of, of heart, heart attack or angina. There you go. Yeah. And at yeah. that point, is it like happening right now? Or is it, it like... Is it going to happen or...? Yeah, it, it could be a sign of an impending heart attack. Yeah. Or it okay. could be a sign of severe narrowing that can increase risk of heart attack within the next few days. So yeah. that's an important symptom to pick up. Yeah, so you've got to, you've got to watch yeah. out for all yeah. these things. Yeah. On our Facebook page, um, Desmond says, Every time my heart rate accelerates, like when I do hit or run or jog, I have a tendency to faint. I literally drop <laughs> what? like a fly. <laughs> then after a few minutes, I wake up and I walk away like nothing has Ooh, happened. That's not, that can't that's be safe. Not, that yeah, cannot sure. be safe. It doesn't quite sound right. I mean, it's, it's it like sounds those like goat videos on, uh, 
on YouTube. Yeah, you're scared of going to fall down. Yeah. Well, I would say if 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 that happens regularly and the person is otherwise fit and well and recovers fully. Most likely, is is a blood pressure issue. Sometimes, if blood pressure can drop if you suddenly exercise or stop exercising, and importantly, to to keep well hydrated, particularly drink isotonic fluids if you can. Mm. But if it's recurrent and persistent, then it's better to have it checked out. But even as a blood pressure problem, that the blood pressure problem does lead to a heart. See, that's problem, what I was going to say. Are they directly uh, okay. related? Yeah. Uh, not not necessarily. So so in this sort of case, a blood pressure problem means the blood the blood pressure can, can drop suddenly. So it's more of a reflex. So you hear, for example, some people faint when they see blood, or mm. right, mm. or watch a horror movie. Mm. Yeah, it's more of a reflex. So the blood pressure plummets, but then they wake up and feel well within a few right. seconds. Mm. Right. So that's different from, say, high blood pressure, where mm. people have chronically high blood pressure, ah. and that increases risk of heart attack. Okay. okay. So, so okay. I'm talking more about a reflex drop in blood. And pressure. that's also so dangerous, uh, doctor, because some people have high blood pressure and don't even know it. Correct, yeah, yeah. exactly. Ironically, mm. if you don't uh, feel the symptoms, it's more dangerous. So I've got a question, a personal question, because I recently travelled to Australia and I was actually sitting at the dinner table and all of a sudden I felt dizzy and oh. I told the person sitting next to me that I felt dizzy yeah. and then I passed out and apparently while I was uh, passed out, I looked like I was having a fit. Uh, okay. In Australia. Yeah. In Australia. Yep. Yep. You didn't tell us no, about I that. Don't, you never well, tell us I don't this. need to tell you guys. Um, and then, and I don't know how many minutes it was but uh, that I woke up, but they were about to call the ambulance. But I got up, I woke up, and obviously I was a bit lightheaded after that, but uh, they, they measured my blood pressure straight away and it was very high. Uh, and then it and then it went back to normal within about an hour. But uh, what should what is the problem there? Yeah, I haven't gone for a checkup. I know I should. But <laughs> that happened when I got choked but, out as well. Yeah, but I wasn't yes. being choked. Yeah. <laughs> it was just, I was literally just sitting there and mm. having I uh, had dinner and I did some research after that. I did some uh, research on Google and uh, besides the age factor and all that, it says it can happen with digestive issues where the oxygen pulls away from your head and goes into your digestive system for a bit. But so I don't know, but yeah. you're the doctor, so... Yeah, no, so, so actually it's, it's relatively common for people to faint, you know, either uh, after dinner or when they stand up too quickly or okay. with right. gentle activity. And most commonly, if, if, if they're otherwise fit and well, yeah. most commonly it's, again, a, we call it a vasovagal reflex, so the blood pressure suddenly plummets. Why, though? Um, because it, it, it's a reflex, so certain things can trigger the blood pressure to drop. So it may be certain types of food or just being being a bit under the weather or not, right. not the usual self. But usually people wake up and feel well. Mm. Occasionally, if they lose consciousness for a period of time, you can fit or look very pale okay. because not enough blood goes to the brain. Usually it's benign. But having said that, you know, we, we don't want to assume that. It's always better to get a checkup. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I just okay. saw, saw a patient several months ago who, mm. who, who, who fainted whilst given classes on, online. And, okay. uh, but that person fainted several times. Right, okay. Oh, wow. yeah, mine was succession. just like yeah. one, yeah. So, so there was already a warning sign that something's not right. So when she came to hospital, we found that actually the heart has stopped beating for you know, up to 10, 20 seconds wow. each time. So that person needed a pacemaker to e- reset the heart. And how old was this person? She was in her 40s. Oh my goodness. So, That's very so, young, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's young. So again, that person w- was shocked when, when, when she was told that she had a heart problem because she was otherwise fit and well. Yeah. And so you, 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 one, one can't really assume. But I, th- I would say suspicious things to watch out for are if these episodes are recurrent mm. or you have any other issues mm. if it's just one off and you're otherwise well then it's most likely just a simple reflex okay what did you call it again uh, vasovagal vasovagal Vaso. reflex is a common faint okay right. common so what that means okay. is the heart rate and blood pressure plummets, plummets. Yeah. plummets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, that, but that's so strange after a meal 
Yeah. After yeah. A, thinking yeah. after a meal. Uh, right after yeah. a meal. And just sitting there, yeah. wasn't even doing yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. You say that dish chose. must have taken your breath away. <laughs> <laughs> right? Literally. Too much vegetables, I think. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another question. It's quite interesting because in Singapore, uh, I think we're one of the few countries in the world where people don't eat to live we live to eat um, and which means I'm sure we have massive cholesterol problems in Singapore does a cholesterol problem naturally relate to a faster heart rate so usually they're, they're not directly related although cholesterol problem if it increases risk of other problems like coronary artery disease and then your heart becomes less efficient mm. then the heart rate can increase as a result mm. Uh, but you're right. You're absolutely right. P- people here, uh, you know, having worked in other countries around the world, I find a, a number of people in Singapore do have high cholesterol and otherwise look well. They're, yeah. they're not necessarily. They don't look obese or unwell. Yeah. Yeah. But when you check the cholesterol level, it, it's very it's high. Very high. So it, yeah. it's good to have it checked. Okay. So speaking. So once speak- again, everyone, please go for your checkups. checkups it's yeah. so very, very important. Uh, speaking of checkups, how often should we go? You know, for full. Health yeah. checkups. I think, I think uh, it depends on your age group. I would say certainly um, people above the age of 50, when commonly you're more likely to get heart problems, I would say at least once a year or sometimes every six months, depending on what your blood, blood test and what mm. your risk profile is. Mm. But okay. uh, at least once a year. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Once a year is good. Mm. Please get yourselves checked. <laughs> I think it's very, very Blood important. pressure, cholesterol. You know, you, you need to know. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, you need to know. We've got a very interesting uh, question coming in from a Grab driver, hmm. who says, "I'm a Grab driver. What do I do if pa- if a passenger has cardiac oh, arrest? Wow. Oh, wow! Okay. Change your location to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? You just rush them to the nearest hospital, right? Yeah, uh, that, that's that's absolutely that's right. Because you, you, you don't do. really know you don't really know what what is happening to that person. It may be that they fainted, or they may be having a heart attack yeah. or cardiac arrest." Best is to go to the, the nearest hospital. Should they perform CPR? Well, it's if they're trained, obviously. Yeah, yeah. If if if, if they're driving, better to get to the nearest hospital. Mm. If if they're stationary, call for help, <coughs> get emergency services to come to you, but perform CPR if they're trained. Mm. Mm. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. In fifteen seconds. Okay, we'll go yes. on air and ask. Uh, yeah, because you wanted to ask. A yes, question I did. Just yeah. Now. yeah. Good morning and welcome to The Big Show and The Big Show TV. Our guest for this morning is Dr. Reginald Liu, cardiologist and heart rhythm specialist at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. We've been talking about sudden cardiac arrests uh, and irregular heartbeats in young people. And of course, uh, just last year, I believe, during the Euros, Christian Eriksen mm. uh, had a cardiac arrest and we were all like watching that, that yeah. football yeah. match. And quite frankly, I felt like my heart was going to stop when yeah. I saw what yeah. was happening on the pitch. That was the most disturbing thing it was, yeah. I've seen. And, and we thought we had lost him. Yeah. And how is but he now? Is he fully recovered? And but he's, he's not good? playing professionally. Oh, no. Yeah, okay. he's had to, yeah. he's had to, to more or less retire yeah. as a result of that. What, what could have been the problem there? Uh, he... I mean, he's been playing he's uh, professionally his entire life and all yeah. of a sudden an episode like that, Doctor? Yeah, usually these, these sorts of people have a heart, heart muscle problem um, or sometimes they have a heart rhythm problem. That's, that could be genetic reason for this to happen. So they, they, will, they can be fit and well, not have any symptoms, mm. but present for the first time with, with sudden collapse. Wow, Fortunately, okay. he, did, he did very well and he was resuscitated, treated mm. adequately mm. and has done yeah. well. So, Christian Eriksen, someone who's really fit, you know, fit and fine, and, and just all of a sudden uh, drops onto, on the field. Are cardiac arrests more common in certain types of people, certain ages, certain genders, or walks of life? Yeah. So, cardiac arrests are, are, are most common cause of cardiac arrest, statistically, based on numbers, is still related to, to, to coronary artery disease and a sudden heart attack. So, because of that, it's more common in older people who have other risk factors like smoking, diabetes. 
But for the younger, fit people, which I think a lot of people listening today, uh, is, is often related to heart muscle problem that can be genetic or electrical problem that can be genetic. So these can be picked up often on an ECG or just a heart ultrasound scan. Mm. Um, when you say genetic, mm. can that be reversed in any way at all? Uh, unfortunately not. If, okay. if one has certain genes that increase the risk of, of sudden arrest, it can't be reversed. But important to pick up because it's got implications for your, your family, future children, mm. uh, implications for, for your treatment. You know, sometimes the more dangerous, some genetic mutations are more dangerous than others. Mm. And the person may need to have a special defibrillator implanted, like like uh, um, Ericsson. Wow, that okay. reduce the risk of sudden mm. arrest. Mm. And and gender-wise, do men get more cardiac arrests than women, or vice versa? Yeah, G- generally men, men because mm. of the increased risk of coronary artery disease, which is more common in men. Right. Oh, okay. 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 Mm. Yeah, and the <laughs> macho attitude of men as well. Yeah, I don't in need a checkup. Yeah. You know, <laughs> trying trying to do more. Uh, uh, exercise than they did when they were 17. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense starts, yeah. if you ask me. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it really doesn't. And please do not do what I did. Uh, I Let it be. Yeah, because I, I started with the chest pains and things like this on a Saturday, late, late Friday, and Saturday. I didn't go to the hospital till Sunday morning. Mm, okay. Which was really stupid. So that's that's considered a long time. I mean, that's that's only that's seems really only like long. a few hours, you know. Yeah, that that's long, but at least you went to hospital. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The worst are those who brush it off, and then two months later they see the doctor, and the doctor says, "Oh, do you realize you've had a heart attack?" Wow. Yeah, so best thing is if you have anything that's not right or you feel unwell go immediately to yeah. hospital but you know at least uh, have attention yeah. yes have once again don't be too macho huh? yeah, don't. It's, <laughs> in fact I mean really FD went to the hospital in an ambulance in an ambulance oh, right yeah. you, you yeah. had your heart attack at home didn't yeah. you yeah yeah it was at home I was very lucky uh, I, I, I couldn't take the pain after a while once it hit the jaw I couldn't take the pain anymore I got my wife to get, uh, to, to uh, get an ambulance uh, what was interesting, though, is they they give you those, what are those pills called? G, G, GTN, yes, underneath G, the, under, the tongue. Yep. One, nothing. Two, nothing. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so you didn't you didn't pass out? No. You were just no. in pain. But once I got into that, yeah. she had to keep smacking me to keep me awake. Who, yeah. the nurse? The nurse, because oh. I kept... Did you smack her back? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have the strength to do anything. But literally, she was smacking me to keep, yeah. to really? keep me awake. Why, why, why that, yeah. um, doctor? So probably you either had very low blood pressure, mm. so you must have been quite sick, or, or heart, heart rate was too slow. Too slow. Yeah. Mm. What is a good heart rate, average person? I would say Sean's heart rate is perfect. Between Aww. 50 and 60 if you're fit and well. Doctor, check my, my, my watch, doctor. <laughs> mine's, at ni- my, my, mine's at 94 yeah. now though oh, Why is wow, that? Mine's only I, and I've just been sitting here Have you had your morning coffee this morning? Yeah, I'm <laughs> still cappuccino. having okay. it I'm still having uh, it Mine's yeah. 67 But, but so. it does fluctuate I mean, I, I think yeah. the main thing is fl- Heart rate can fluctuate and, But the average heart rate Ideally around 60 will be good okay. Blood pressure? Blood mm. pressure should The top reading should be below 130 And the mm. lower reading below 80 So mm. I'm 65 I've had a stent put in I'm averaging now uh, on any given day about 118 over 65. Yeah, that's very good. Wow, yeah. Is that 118 good? over yeah. 65. Yeah, yeah. That's, on any given day. That's amazing. Yeah, very yeah. good. Okay. Yeah, that's mine. Amazing. Mine was super low that. when I did it in Australia, like in the 70s or something. It was like <laughs> right <laughs> after I, I after you came clapped. to. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Right. Thank cool. you. Any doctor. last questions um, for the doctor? No, I think that's it. <laughs> Anything else, you can always uh, WhatsApp it in or uh, write it down on our comment page on our Facebook Facebook Live video right now, and we'll try to get to it. Yeah, and if you want to, you know, 
maybe ask uh, you know, Dr. Mo questions. Uh, you can look Dr. Reginald Liu out um, at uh, Mount Elizabeth Hospital. Yes. What's Thanks. the name of your clinic, uh, Doctor? It's the Harley Street Heart and Vascular Centre. Harley yeah. Street. Okay. Oh, I like the name. Yeah. I've say, I like the name. <laughs> I like the name. Yeah. There you go. It's easy to remember. Yeah, it is. <laughs> look Dr. Reginald Liu up, all right, at Mount Elizabeth Hospital. All right. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank you very much. Sir.